What's up, New York? What's up, New York? You're here with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach. We are here in gorgeous sunny Kylie Pax. Hi, Kylie. I am so excited to be here in Dallas. You're here with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach. It's Kylie Pax. This week's episode of Ditch the Diet podcast is proudly brought to you by Ditch the Diet Online Bootcamp, my six-week course that I am so proud to share with you. Registration is now open. This course has changed the lives of thousands of women around the globe. It is my five foundational steps for breaking free from emotional eating, taking control of your relationship with your body and food for life. Head to my website, kyliepacks.com forward slash bootcamp to find out more. Just to, uh, I guess, give everybody a bit of a rundown on, um, you know, what your typical day looks like. So if you would give us just a, you know, a rough indication of, of what you do from when you get up until you, your head hits the pillow at night, just to give us an idea of, of what an extraordinary woman has in her day. Um, I can certainly give you some contrast as to what my day used to look like compared to now. So... How it used to be before I stepped up and took ownership of my own life, my day would start with my eyes popping open, me being instantly disappointed and disgusted in myself because of what I had eaten the night before, hating my body, shuffling to the bathroom, um, analyzing myself in the bathroom mirror, jumping on the bathroom scales, be again being revolted by what I saw and the number that I saw on the bathroom scales completely unacceptable would send me into a whirlwind of self-hatred and I was off to the shop eating donuts and you know just just sort of making it through my day until I could get back home into clothes that I felt comfortable in like i.e tracky dacks <laughs> track pants and slippers because I hated everything else that I, I had to wear when I was in society. You <laughs> can't really wear your track, track pants everywhere. And I hated all of it. And so all I wanted to do was get back home, get into my sort of stretchy, comfortable clothes and eat chips. That's what I did. Now, now um, that I have ditched the diet and ended the self-sabotage and the torture and the, you know, beat, beat the binge, the whole thing, right? Now my day is very different. Now, when my alarm goes off, I set it very early in the morning at 4.45. And that might not be very early for everyone, it's early for me. 4.45, it goes off each day. I start by immediately looking at some intentions that I have written out from the night before about, and when I sort of say intentions, um, I would clarify that by saying how I want my life and my day to look for that, you know, next 24 hours. So that might be I am energetic beyond um, all stratospheric possibilities you know my life is incredible I am ridiculously happy and full of energy and I'll have certain things listed out I read them before I'm even fully awake and then I'm on it out of bed um, the first thing I do is a very quick meditation visualization sort of session throw the headphones in sit in my comfy chair and you know do this for sort of 10-15 minutes I, I do some early morning um, yoga or just stretching I mean, really, I like to say yoga because it sounds fancy, but I don't know what the heck I'm doing. I'm really just stretching, <laughs> stretching, right? Um, and from there, it's, you know, I'm just powering forward. So I make sure I get a daily workout in. Um, I, again, spend some time to sort of journal or write out my intentions. And why? What's the importance of that? Well, I can tell you again, I have discovered without that, 
without making any kind of me time first thing in the morning, for my sort of personality, I would always just launch straight into frenzy mode, which would lead me into overwhelm, which would lead me to turn to food for um, some comfort, some some time out, and as a reward because I had freaked myself out by trying to power forward through the day without taking any time to get my head straight, that I would, if I wasn't turning to food through the day, I would for sure by evening time be stuffing my face. And I didn't mean to, it wasn't like my intention when I get home, I'm going to stuff my face. It wasn't like that. It never is. You start very intentional. I'm going to have a cookie and a cup of tea as a treat, we tell ourselves. But um, I can tell you treats are for dogs and we deserve to be treated and loved in all capacities at any time of the day, right? That's super important. So um, just making sure that you've got your headspace right first thing in the day, making sure that you take time for yourself at all stages throughout the day. So I don't just go, here's my 30 minutes in the morning and now, bam, I power through and, you know, sometimes I do do that and I can tell you it doesn't end well, does not. It will usually end with too much food consumed in the evening, <laughs> when you finally dial it down for the day. So, you know, the number one thing that I really, that I do and that I would highly recommend is making some, what I would just call me time for yourself in the morning, get your head in the game. And then if you feel throughout the day, like you're getting overwhelmed, just this is what I do. So I'll go ahead, do, do my work, but then I will take at least, at least one, preferably two more sessions throughout the day for a breather, a five or 10 minute meditation, a visualization, writing out my, some more um, sort of intentions and affirmations in my journal. If I'm thinking I am totally freaking out, like this isn't working, and you know you're you're losing that headspace, you're getting out of the game. You got to get back in. So I'll write out a few things again. I am full of energy. I am calm. I am in control. Like and you just write, pick even pick one, write it out five hundred times. Then get back to whatever you had to do. That's what I do. And then, of course, you know, by evening time, I used to work very, very late. Sometimes I really try and avoid that now because, I've, again, I know my triggers. And I think this is so important for women, you know, whether it's an emotional eating gig or whatever it is, whether it's um, alcohol consumption or something else, you could know your triggers. We've got to get savvy about this. We can't. This isn't somebody else's problem. Nobody else is going to write in on their white, you know, there's no Prince Charming. He's going to write in and, and make everything. That's a Disney movie. That is not real, right? Real life means you got to step up your own game and take power, take your own power back and take control. So I had to learn my triggers. How do you learn them? By observing your behavior. The next time you do stuff your face with chocolate, you just look at why and bam, there's your trigger. So next time you will know to pay attention when those situations arrive. Um, but that is pretty much it. And then by the evening, I make sure that I make some more time for myself to read and relax. And me, I'm a bit of a neat freak. So I I like to make sure all the, you know, it's very important for me to have the house in a reasonable state before I trot off to bed um, because I don't want to start again. It's all about the triggers. I don't want to start my day again the next day by walking into a room full of chaos, like washing, dirty dishes, everything from the night before, that, again, will freak me out. I think it's very important that we um, act and act accordingly as women, step into our power, understand that we do have the right to ask for things that we need. We're, you know, 
this is a society that is fully supported in that way. So it's very important for us to step up if step up if there's a need that's not being met and you're not able to meet it yourself, ask for help. It's not um it's not doesn't mean you're weak. It means you're smart. You're smart enough to know where and draw lines up to what you can and cannot realistically achieve and expect from yourself and then call in the troops for everything else. That's that's pretty much the way I see it. Thank you so much for spending time with me this week. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest. And as always, remember, the only person who has the power to change your life is you. And the very best part, you've already got what it takes. I am sending you so much love. Until next time, bye for now.